We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the NFL legal tampering window. Been open for about an hour or so. No news on the Chiefs front yet. We'll certainly continue to discuss that throughout the day and the next couple of days. couple notable uh, signings or r- reports at least out there. One involving the AFC West LA Chargers. That's Austin Eckler. There's a report that Austin Eckler and his agent have asked permission to seek a trade away from the LA Chargers. They're trying to get a new contract out there. He only has one year, I believe, left on his, his contract, five, $5 million or so, but wants some more money. He certainly has been one of the more dynamic running backs, but then you run into that problem. He does play running back, right? And so how many running backs get a third decent-sized contract? I think that's what he is finding out. But something to watch. Austin Eckler, a huge part of that offense for the Chargers. Other than that, just a couple offensive linemen that have signed deals uh, today. The one that maybe has the most direct impact, Cody, on the Chiefs is the report that uh, nearing a deal with the Chicago Bears is uh, Mike McGlinchey. So right tackle could have been a right tackle option for Kansas City. Also, uh, the Bears may be a destination for Orlando Brown Jr. But uh, so far, everything very quiet on the Chiefs front in the first hour. As we would expect, right? They're not going to be the loudest team. But it's also just been kind of quiet in general, I feel like, in the first hour. Maybe I'm mistaken. Well, but... just wait for, you know, wait for the Rodgers news. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah, we'll see. Next up on Watch Training, we know all three locals will be heading the NCAA tournament. They'll play Thursday and Friday. Missouri will tip off first. They'll take on Utah State at 1240. Kansas will be at one o'clock that day and then K-State later that night. So it's, I mean, you're going to get a good taste of it. We're going to be in the middle of the day on Thursday, obviously, for some of these games. Right now, the only underdog is Missouri, who is currently a point and a half underdog last I saw. He's up to two and a half. Maybe it went back down, but yeah. Against Utah State, obviously, Kansas is a better than 20 point favorite. And Montana State is a over 10 point dog right now to Kansas State. So we'll get a good idea about where these teams are. None of them obviously made the Midwest region which means none of them would play in Kansas City if they were to make the Sweet 16. We'll talk more about the seeding, how it played out, and where KUK State of Missouri in particular all ended up and their path to Houston for the Final Four coming up 
in just a little bit. Next up on What's Trending, Jeff Goodman reporting, and now it's official from the university that Ole Miss has hired former Texas Longhorn head coach Chris Beard. Uh, that is now a done deal. Of course, he was fired, let go by Texas after being initially uh, charged right with uh, domestic violence allegations, uh, and those have been dropped, and now he's going to be a head coach in the SEC. Yeah, there was a report uh, that they had come out from the SEC tournament down in Nashville that some of the SEC schools, Cody, were upset with the news that they were going to hire Chris Beard because of the message it sends. Get over yourselves. The rest of the SEC, don't stop lying to yourselves as well. The rest of the SEC, you're not really mad about the message it sends. You're mad because Chris Beard's getting hired in your conference. Weren't there some questions? These other schools, these other schools that if they had openings would have hired Chris Beard as well. So the, the idea that if you're, let's say, someone at Kentucky or Tennessee and you're you're upset with the message it sends that Chris Beard. No, you're upset because Chris Beard can recruit because Chris Beard's going to be a problem on the recruiting trail for you. I just like the notion that somehow the SEC is like, you know what? Now we have a moral compass. Since when? Like just this moment? Literally this second? Because that would be the only time in which what you're saying is actually believable. I'm a little surprised Chris Beard got, you know, a Power 5 job that quick. When the cards, the charges get dropped. This is exactly how we've seen professional sports and collegiate sports handle these things before. It is not surprising in even the smallest way that somebody will go after him. Next up on what training team USA fell last night to one and one in pool play after their loss to Mexico. They'll take on Canada tonight. They need a certain run differential thing. This is the same issue that, you know, like obviously they can win and still go there because they've only played two games versus the four, but they'll start running into a run differential issue down the road if they are to fall in two and two. So it's going to be very important that they win the next two. They got Canada tonight. Brady Singer actually struggled last night for Team USA. Gave up four runs yeah, people are out of the bullpen that. last night. Why? Because he gave it's, up four runs one time. It's a World Baseball Classic game. It's one. It's all right. It'll be okay. He's a little intense to be worried about a World Baseball Classic game after one outing from Brady Singer. Hey, that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Keeping an eye on the NFL tampering window, we'll, we'll certainly let you know if anything notable happens while we're talking a little bit of uh, uh, college basketball. Real quick, I will point this out. Former, as I said that, former Raiders quarterback Jared Stidham signing a two-year $10 million deal with the Broncos. $5 million guaranteed. $4 million in upside. So uh, Russell Wilson, obviously the quarterback in Denver, but his backup will be Jared Sinem. Who's, the better, Wilson, Who's the better starter? Is Russell Wilson's <laughs> seat getting a little warmer? It's getting a little warm. Yeah, it's getting a little warm. It also actually tells us, though, as far as the Raiders, uh, if there was any chance of them sticking with Stidham uh, while drafting somebody, well, that's out the window. There's reports today that Jimmy Garoppolo is a target of the Raiders. It doesn't take them out of uh, you know drafting somebody, Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis type, but uh, there for me and Rapport, Jared Sidham. Going to stay in the AFC West as a backup with the Denver Broncos. Uh, let's talk some college basketball, though. You, you kind of highlighted the schedule for the rest of the week for all three local schools. Uh, and it does suck that none of them are going to play in Kansas City. And I think it stinks for power and light, some of the business owners in Kansas City, because now you're hoping that you get some fan bases that can travel. Right, this is the problem that every other city has. We've just been spoiled that uh, you, you've had in the past, KU you play at Sprint Center, now T-Mobile Center, and the tie in there, we see what it's like for the Big 12 tournament. But it's unfortunate. Like, if you're looking at possible teams that can make their way down uh, to Sprint Center or T-Mobile Center in Kansas City for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, like, you're looking at uh, Kling's Iowa Hawkeyes and some of these Iowa other... Iowa State would be and big. Iowa State. Like, those, those, you'd have no problem with, with fans coming down if it was one of those schools that actually advanced to the Sweet 16. Um, but the, the story, nationally even, Cody, has been about the seeding 
and the number one overall seed, in particular, the seeding that there isn't a KU or Missouri or, or, or K-State in Kansas City, in particular, KU, ending out west. And if they advance, if they're fortunate enough to get out of the first weekend, which will not be an easy task given their potential options, they would play in Las Vegas. They would not play in Kansas City. And this is the reasoning Chris Reynolds of the selection can be gave why Houston is in the Midwest instead of the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, when you look at Houston uh, combined 15 and two in the quad one and two uh, compared to Kansas 21 and seven in the quad one and two and Houston, they were competitive in all their games that they lost except for today. And we understand today they were out their best player. And so um, for that reason, uh, we kept Houston at number two. Look, if you want to, you want to have Houston and they obviously did in the Midwest region, then you can give me some legitimate reasons. My, my, my problem is I don't feel like the reasons the committee gave yesterday during the selection show were valid to me. Houston's a hell of a basketball team. You nobody, to tell me no, the no, NCAA has a hard no, time explaining their nobody, reasoning? Nobody's saying Houston's not great. Uh, Houston's fantastic. They're going to be in the Big 12. They're going to already join the best conference. It's going to be awesome for the Big 12 to have Houston. Kelvin Sampson's done a great job. Houston lost in their conference title game. Obviously, Kansas got boat raced by Texas on Saturday in their conference title Good game. Dude. But if you're going to like just go one by one of the reasoning that we just heard from this Chris Reynolds individual, he referenced an injury for the Houston Cougars and Sasser, who's a hell of a player. He's better than the injury miss for Kansas. If you're getting ready to compare the two. No, but Cody, let me, let me, let me just finish for a second. If you're going to go one by one through everything he said, like it doesn't add up is all I'm saying. Like Sasser. Yeah, of course is a more impactful player. Same time, Kevin McCuller is in the running for National Defensive Player of the Year. He wasn't available. So if you're going to like claim injury, then at least mention the injury that KU had. If you're going to mention that, well, we factored in Bill Self's health in a positive or negative way. Coach Self wasn't there for two games. Three, they won two of them, I should say. Quarterfinal, semifinal. And the news came out that they expect Bill Self to coach this coming week in the NCAA tournament. The other part is... Don't tell me quad one wins and all that strength of schedule stuff matters because it, it, it obviously doesn't. Well, it matters Houston some. Is They're still number one seed. Houston is the 100th strength of schedule team. Kansas is much higher than that. Kansas lapped the field in quad one wins. So, again, if you if you want to put Houston in Kansas City, that's fine. I just don't think the re- we're just making up rules on the fly. That's all. I don't think it's as simple as that. I don't think they've ever done a good job actually explaining what it is because they leave it intentionally vague. They like to do it that way because they like to leave some ambiguity for why they choose the things they choose. And I think it's, I'll tell you right now, it is really hard to ever side with a Kansas fan in this because, and this is not hyperbole, Kansas fans are guilty of consistently thinking they got screwed in the draft or got screwed in the bracket. Yeah, but you could acknowledge, right? If let's just, let's just flip the roles here for a second as well. If, if Houston was in the big 12 with the exact same resume and KU was in, the AAC, okay, and I was on this show, and and we were on the other side of it. Do you not think that people would be complaining on the other side? Like, do you not think, or you 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 wouldn't be saying, "Man, that's kind of crazy that they that they actually got it." And they did, I can't nah, believe they fine. didn't get it. I think that this comes down to so one. The, you would the be complaining f- that Houston got you at that scenario. Okay. You wouldn't say Houston was getting screwed. No, I don't. No, okay. No, I don't think that. I don't think either team got screwed. Kansas has been the one seed like three times the last seven years. Hard for me to think they got screwed this time. 
They lost seven games. That's a lot for a number one overall seed. That's way more than normal number one. All, and it's like, hey, they got a lot of quad one wins. Well, okay, well, they played in the toughest conference. Uh-huh. But so that makes sense. But they, that's way more losses than normal. That's why they have all those quad one wins is because of how difficult the Big 12 is. I think that they just didn't value the Big 12 the same way we did. Not at all. Not that they didn't care about it at all. Just that they didn't put, because everyone beat each other up. So it is kind of hard to quantify. Sometimes when you have what is the best basketball conference, you run into this, do we think that they're great because we already had a few of these teams be great and some of them beat them? Are they all a little bit less good than we thought because they were all playing each other and everybody was beating everybody and Kansas could lose to 20 to TCU, but TCU could lose to somebody else by 20 during that same stretch inside the conference. So they probably dinged it a little bit. And when you're going across the board, they they decided to band quad one and quad two together. I don't know why they decided this year to be like quad one and quad two are the same thing. And because we're looking for a number that justifies our argument. The Bill Self thing, I don't understand. I don't feel like that it should factor no into decision making at all. That would be frustrating to me if I were a Kansas fan. I don't think I, that'd be the one I'd want to hear. But also, like, pointing out that somebody's missing their best player in a single game means, did you go through every single game? that a team might have lost this year by double digits to see if they were missing a player? Because if you weren't going to do it for every game, then you shouldn't quantify Listen, it for the my, one. That's bonkers. I, if, if this Chris Reynolds individual on the selection committee didn't have some of the comments he had, I honestly probably wouldn't have been as upset about it. It just, the, the, the reasoning didn't make any sense to me. We had, we had talked last week that if KU would have lost to West Virginia in the quarterfinal, everybody would have expected, like, yeah, you, you blew your opportunity to be the number one overall seed. You have nothing to complain about. They lost in their conference title game. And I understand it was it was an ugly performance, to say the least. Texas, twice in a week period, beat them up really good. KU beat them in the field house earlier, and then the last two weeks they played in Austin and in Kansas City, and Texas beat them. But I want to point out, for those that are saying, well, you can't lose to Texas that way and complain. Texas is a two-seed in the tournament, guys. And, and some people believe maybe Texas should have been a one seed in the NCAA tournament. So it's not like, let's not act like KU got blown out though by a nine seed or a seven seed or a 10 seed in the NCAA tournament. They, they got beat up by a team that the committee, the same committee says is a number two seed, man. No, I understand, but they lost to him twice and got blown out. If twice. they would have lost by one, like, by I, the way, I, honestly, if, if you're if, making if arguments, they got, if, if Houston had gone the entire season and played every game close, right? Like they did. And Kansas only got blown out once. I think you make an argument. They got blown out three times this year. And there's seven losses. They got their to ass who, kicked. To who, Cody? Three to who? times to a six seed uh, a and two a two seed. A two seed and a six seed. A two seed and a sixteen. Uh, a six seed. Temple, who's not anywhere near the NIT, the NCAA, the CBI, whatever other letters you want to throw together, they beat Houston. In, so like we can play. What I'm saying is we can play this game, that's, Cody. That's like every other this, Kansas loss. We can play this game. The the Temple one goes for what's Kansas's worst loss in the schedule? To like as not far anywhere as, near Temple on. at home. Hold on, I'm not Are arguing it's worse than that. I'm arguing what is the worst loss they had in the season from a where they ended up in the NCAA tournament seeding perspective? By Iowa State, Alabama lost by 30 to Oklahoma, Cody. Like let's, we can play this game with every team in the country if we're going to pick one particular. That's my point. Is like, but it's not one. Can, it's three. They got their ass kicked three. Times. By NCAA you keep it's one time they got beat three by NCAA times. tournament teams that are not twelve seeds for crying out loud. Two seed twice. Two of those are from two seeds. The number two seed in the tournament. You know, at some point though, guys, at some point you just gotta you just gotta stop whining. You just gotta stop complaining. And stop. go you out there, there and Nick play doesn't the even team. believe what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, you right do now. though. You Nick do. You just gotta stop. You just gotta you got to go out there and play the game because I saw Kansas get dog walked by Texas twice in the last week, and you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to learn how to close out a season. Whatever happened to that?
Mm. You're talking about that thirty point loss for Alabama. I was like, I just wonder where that team was to, and it was to a four seeded UConn. <laughs> so, I mean, no, Alabama lost to Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. Did they? Alabama and the SEC Challenge or Big 12 SEC Challenge. Alabama got bull raced by Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that one. Okay. They lost another time by a large margin, but it was against the number four seed. Didn't penalty. It didn't hurt them. Oh, they're still the one seed, but they also they also played in one of the more difficult conferences yeah. in their defense. And they had three. Le- all their losses. My issue really isn't with Alabama. It's just if we're going to yeah. pinpoint these blowout things, I'm saying everybody has it on the. All I mean, these other number one Alabama seeds have it. Has four losses instead of seven. They also played in a very difficult conference who put in more teams actually than the Big 12 into the NCAA tournament, probably because they have more teams in their conference, but they put in eight yeah. teams, not seven. I'm just saying. Like, I, and all four of their losses are against ranked, top-seeded, except for Oklahoma. It's like, so, like, I understand the notion. Like, it's just, it's... it's. You're making it seem like they're the only people complaining. I mean, I, I see on the text line, and I, I obviously knew this would happen because it's oh, people enjoy when, when, when something goes against KU. I get it. That's the name of the game. The same way the NFL teams will enjoy when the Chiefs fail ever because they're the best. I get it. KU just won a national championship last year. But let's not, if you're a K-State fan listening, let's not act like I didn't see some of you bitching and moaning that you're stuck with Kentucky in your second game of the tournament, which is not a great draw for you in particular, some of you had said. So everybody does this. Everybody thinks they get screwed. This is not this is not a unique thing. So don't try to go on your high horse and act as if your program never bitches and moans about anything. But My don't, program don't doesn't. You, well, <laughs> don't where's, you your, where's your program? Yeah, don't you... <laughs> Casey's never complained about Don't you think if Kansas would have just not gotten shelled by Texas one of those two times in the last week, we wouldn't even be having this conversation? Well, that's what I'm asking. Is even if they would have lost by one just on Saturday. Just close the season out, honestly. As a, and I am a Kansas fan who understands the advanced metrics. Like, I understand... He's a, don- he's a donor. His family has courtside seats. Listen, listen. I am one of the preeminent Kansas fans. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> I'm just one of the top like, tier fans. Ranking? Yes. Well, and there's not a minute. Listen, Kansas. no. KUFanRankings.com. No, Nick is at the top. Don't be ridiculous, guys. There's not a ranking. But if there were, I would be near the top, right? Okay. And and as one of those fans, I'm sitting here telling you, you got to close the season out. Close the win one of those games against Texas. Win one or don't get absolutely shelled in both of them. And we're not having this conversation. Yes, I still think they should have been the number one in the Midwest seed. But you had the chance to make it not even a conversation for the committee, and you couldn't do it. So it's tough for me to feel all that bad for you as a team. We'll get back into some more college football or college basketball in just a little bit. Some NFL news, though, in the last couple of minutes. Adam Schefter reporting former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave reaching an agreement on a four-year, $80 million deal, $40 million guaranteed with the San Francisco what? Do they need more help on the defensive line? <laughs> They're just loading up on that. So the Eagles, one of the team, of course, that was in the Super Bowl against Kansas City, and there's some talk they're going to lose multiple guys from that championship or NFC championship team. And Javon Hargrave, one of them, reportedly, going to sign. That's a Drew Rosenhaus client. That guy just cashing in every offseason. Actually makes me feel a little bit better about the – Hargrave's a little older than Chris Jones because he's 30, but he had 11 sacks last year, and he only got $20 million per. They have – Nick Bosa. <laughs> yeah, their defensive line is absolutely Nick, Nick bonkers. Nick Bosa and Hargrave now with the, and Fred Warner still out there in San Francisco, by the way. Are they planning on trading one of these players or are they just planning Ward. on this being their their path to victory? We have uh, no idea what Trey Lance will be, and we don't know when Brock Purdy will be back, but let's just have the world's greatest defensive line. Also, as the things heating up in the NFL with the legal tampering window opened up as of an hour and 21 minutes ago, Mike McGlinchey, according to Diana Rossini, expected to sign with the Denver Broncos. Earlier, there were some reports that maybe they were nearing a deal with the Chicago Bears. The Broncos finding a right tackle 
Uh, and so the Bears are going to miss out on McGlinchey. Again, I think this is one that has some trickle-down effect to Kansas City. Andrew Wiley contract down the road, and then also uh, Orlando Brown Jr. and where he could potentially land. I guess my I'm a little bit surprised the Broncos' entire plan is just protect Russell Wilson because there's a lot of stats that prove he's part of the problem. <laughs> like, he's part of the issue for why he gets sacked. It's not that they've just always had a bad defensive line, but instead he has been part of the issue because they already they signed Powers too, right? So they've now added yes. two yeah. very expensive offensive linemen in the last hour to Denver. Their whole plan of, I guess, just protect Russell Wilson if you can't do anything else or be really good at running the ball or whatever their middle plan is because they're reportedly shopping some of the wide receivers. So they might go the Chiefs because that was kind of the Chiefs plan this year. They had less talent wide receiver than the year before, but a better offensive line over the last couple of years, which obviously helped boost that. The Hargrave one is probably the more interesting one because, again, I'm trying to see what every defensive lineman's going to get paid because I feel yeah. like at the end we got to decide – do we all think that there's a middle number between what all these other defensive tackles make and what Aaron Donald makes for Chris Jones? Like, well, he said a true middle 28, 29 million a year, because otherwise he's got to be 20 to $23 million a year to not be in the middle and 31, 32 or whatever it is that Aaron Donald makes is like the high standard. Is there like a 26, 27? Clear, is there like uh, a middle uh, number here to be had? Uh, clearly not. You know, certainly on the Chris Jones side, but even with the Chiefs side, a lot of times we always talk about, hey, mate, you got to get a deal done before the market changes, right? Get in front of these but guys. But it's not. But the market not, isn't changing. It's flat. The, the Chiefs, this goes, they project. They know what the market is for the most part. They clearly have done a good job at that, Cody. They, they, you know, they are waiting till after the draft to get the extension done with Chris Jones. They obviously weren't worried about that happening, and it's, it's so far it's it's true based on the numbers that are coming in. There's not this oh man, if we don't sign him before Payne or Hargrave, we're gonna have to pay X amount of money more. Not necess- not necessarily. Let's let's keep an eye on the per year average and what's actually guaranteed. Not as as we all know, it's not just the overarching number that gets reported. It is what's guaranteed and what's in there on a per year basis uh, and how many years. Like we hear over eighty four years, eighty four million dollars, uh, forty millions guaranteed at signing. We'll see what the actual uh, year by year breakdown is for for Hargrave. But Har- I'm just I just can't get it's over not the reset. forty nine. Yeah, I can't get over the the forty nine. I mean Hargrave, uh, <laughs> Nick Kinlaw, Bosa, right? Didn't they just Fred take- Warner, uh, Armstead. <laughs> I mean, it's an insane defensive front. They lost their defensive coordinator. We know that, but still, that's an insane defensive front there for the 49ers, who did lose the right tackle today, as expected, to, according to Diana Orsini, Mike McGlinchey to the Denver Broncos. That deal might tell us a little bit about Orlando Brown Jr.'s contract, but only a little. He's a right tackle. Everyone knows he's a right tackle, but he was expected to have a lot of, because, you know, the Bears were in heavy competition for him as well, so... We don't know which way that will swing because, again, I kind of assume that Orlando Brown Jr. and Juju Smith-Schuster would be amongst some of these big names that are coming through right now, but we haven't are seen you, it yet either. Are you surprised? I know it's an hour and 25 minutes, but the Bears haven't signed anybody yet. I guess they signed up. They I guess just made they, their big move over they, the weekend. They traded the number one overall pick. They did, know? but that's more, I mean, it's that's part of the equation. Now, I think they signed maybe a linebacker earlier today, uh, right when it opened up from yeah, from Phillips. Who's now uh, not, lost two star? Uh, uh, not Edwards. Edwards, uh, Edwards yeah, from yeah. Philadelphia. But they haven't made their big splash yet. But it is very, very early. And I, I think, as Pete Prisco points out, the the Bears will be one to watch for two. You know, two different, two different. You're talking about like Jawan Taylor and then Orlando Brown Jr. potentially uh, as as suitors 
for the void that they have on that offensive line. All right, we're just getting started still with the NFL legal tampering window. Let's talk more about Chris Jones. You, you highlighted kind of the number. He also sent out a tweet uh, that had people talking. I don't think it's that big of a deal because we're confident what's going to happen in a couple months. We'll do that, and we'll also get to the random question of the day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Money is being handed out left and right in the NFL. As Ross Tucker, friend of the show, pointed out, it's amazing how these huge deals are just coming together in 90 minutes. Like, they never talk until the legal tampering window opens up. Good mm-hmm. for them. Uh-huh. The Broncos' dollar amount is in for their right tackle signing. Mike McGlinchey, Ian Rapport, five years, 87.5 mil, 50 million guaranteed for a right tackle. That is... Great money for him. That's a lot Good of money on a right for tackle. Double N. That is that is a lot of money for a right tackle in the NFL. More importantly, Nick, we have a number for what what they might need to pay Tommy Townsend. You tell me what you think with this. The Falcons have signed their punter to a new three year deal, eight point six five million dollars, four point three two five guaranteed. Are you willing to give Tommy Townsend that contract? The Chiefs tendered him already. You know what though. I think? I actually. I think uh, some of the Chiefs players have already sounded off on how much Tommy Townsend should get. Hey, great catch. More, more, more. More, more, more. Hey, more, more, more. Let's go, let's go. More, more, more. That's how much <laughs> uh, money tra- Tommy Townsend should get. There was more, an, more, more. There was an update on that, like, over the weekend, though, for Tommy Townsend. The Chiefs officially, they, they tendered him $2.6 million salary if he remains with the Chiefs. But they they tendered them as the lowest lever, level of tender. So explain that. What is yeah? What does that mean? The team will have the Chiefs will have the right to match any offer he gets from another team, but they would not get any compensation if he were to leave. So that is so okay. So between the options that they had, mm-hmm. 
does that one not lend itself more towards the idea that they would be okay with him signing somewhere else? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the fact that they're not even they didn't. It was not a higher tenor where somebody would have to give up draft pick compensation. They wouldn't. Somebody just has to send an offer that the Chiefs aren't willing to match, and they could get him for just that contract. How do we? What do we do to <laughs> fix this? What do we do to fix it? Yeah, just match the contract. No, Let, we as a show. Like, what do we do to make oh, sure that the Chiefs ma- match it? Uh, fundraising campaign. You Use know, your sources, Nick. Get Tommy Townsend in studio. Show fund. Get him on the show. Show, show fund. <laughs> Show funds dangerously low to being in the red, so we we got to be careful there. Hey, are we going to bet on golf this year? Well, I mean, we've got some time. Masters, Masters is coming, coming up. We might have couple, to chip in first. Don't, we don't have much to. A couple weeks away, man. How much did we wager on the last one? What was it 100 bucks? What did we let well, Nick we, wager? 100 or two, 200, maybe. I think was he spread it, I think he spread it around. I think no, I think it was more than that. I think it was like 150. Uh, maybe it was a 150-175 range. Some, okay. Uh, well, yeah. we don't have that in the show fund, so we're either going to need to sell some more T-shirts or... <laughs> How is the show fund? Ever since it's been depleted, we have <laughs> not infused it with any more cash. I don't. We haven't done anything that adds money. Is it time for another investment? I think so. Do you guys want to bartend uh, again? We need Series B. We already had Series A funding. We need Series B. Yeah, Series B. Why don't we go bartend hey, I think again? I think there's a bank in California we can go to. Um, um, uh, no, <laughs> don't it's get political. Silicon no, Valley Bank. Uh, I think but, so political. But, uh, we can't. Uh, that would have been our option. That w- that bank would have been our option, and now we can't. Now can we, we can't. bartend again at Social? Uh, that's that's not. Or our a call. different location. That's not our call. Well, that I mean, Nick's. Nick, that's you know, what I'm Nick that's can what get in. Do you call. want to see if we can bartend again, Nick? Do you guys want to go there sometime next few weeks? Whenever we need money. Hey, can we bartend for a couple It's bucks? like having any other part-time job. It's oh, like when you need the man. money, you agree to go. We could come up with a new shot for Tommy Townsend. Let's just bartend at a concession stand at the Craft and Draft at Kauffman Stadium, and we get it. We'll work with the Royals. Maybe I'm sure the Royals will gladly just give us money. Oh, we could call it a T-squared shot. T-squared? T-squared. Is it just two <laughs> tequila and what? What's the other T? Tequila and triple sec. I mean, that's two. That's that's a start to a margarita. That's, so pretty, much, yeah, that's pretty much just a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> but it's T squared in this case. Yeah, we could be short some ingredient. You know, somebody suggested we should work part time at a dispensary to make some money. Also open to that. I think uh, the I don't think they let people come willy nilly as they, they do with marijuana. Bars. Yeah, a little bit different maybe. Okay, well, reach out, Nick. Let's see if we can get T squared. Night okay. at the bar. Okay. T squared okay. shots. Help us, uh, I don't know, fix the camera equipment or bet on the Masters, whatever. We'll get to the random question of the day coming up in uh, about seven minutes or so. We were mentioning the the Jason Hargrave contract with the 49ers. Massive deal, loading up even more on that defensive line. I didn't know the 49ers even needed to do that, but they continue uh, to load up and, and, and build on it. what is already a strength out there. And then you have Chris Jones, who the expectation is that's not a deal that's going to happen until after the draft. But he, he sent out a tweet that had people talking over the weekend. And it, it was weird because I, I get why the tweet is notable. understand it. But at the same time, I'm not that concerned, nor was I prior to the tweet, about him getting a deal done. So he sent out a tweet that said, I'm a chief for life. He was responding to a, a fan. I'm a chief for life. I will not play for another franchise. Now, look, I'll push back on the notion that he's going to finish his career here 100%. Like, you know, his next deal is not going to push him to age 36 or something, Cody. So he would need another deal after that to actually be in position to retire as a chief unless he wanted to hang it up early. But the notion of him leaving before he gets another deal, 
yeah, I'm, I'm really not concerned. He's got one year left on this one. He's going to get a new deal. I feel very confident in that happening. And the way the free agent market has gone in the very early going, it's not as if something disastrous has happened in the market where you're like, wow, he's way overpriced now. Can't We're not going to be able to come together on this. I think they're waiting to after the draft because they're not worried about it either. I think there's part of that. And now that we're seeing, as we've pointed out, these other defensive in, or defensive tackle contracts not completely reset the market, so keeping the numbers where they are. But I actually do think it's important for what he sent out this tweet for one reason. His agent would hate it. Like, you could say, I... Like, most of the time when people when team players say stuff like this a lot, Gold, but they don't say, I am never playing for another team. They say things like, I hope I never play for another team. And there's a... And I know that that sounds very similar. Bury me a royal. But there is a... Yeah, but there is a distinct difference in those things. That that one sounds hopeful. I hope I never play for another team. This is the only team I want to play for. Those are the things you say versus I'm never playing for another team. I believe Chris Jones. I think he actually wants to be a chief for life. I think he's dedicated to that. And we'll see that reflected a little bit in these numbers where I don't think he's going up to the Aaron Donald money. The reports are he's not asking for that. And to be honest with you, he could. If you went out in the free agency market right now, if Javon Hargrave, who got his, what, second double-digit sack season or first double-digit sack season of his career with 11 on what was one of the most talented defensive lines in all the NFL last year, 30 years old, can get $20 million a year. If Payne, Cameron Payne, can get, what, $22.5 million a year, he can get 30. He can ask for that number. He can get 31 or 32. He can get himself up to that Aaron Donald number. But I think he actually does want to stay here. Now, I'm with you. I don't think we can try to pretend like we've got some guess for what his age 32 right. contract looks but like. I'm not worried about this one. Because he got another contract after this one. And not worry about this one. And no, I, I don't, nobody should be panicking if we're sitting here a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, and if they don't have an extension because I don't think that's part of part of the, the plan whatsoever. And this happens every Monday through Tuesday before the league year opens up on Wednesday. People start to panic if the, you know, if the Chiefs aren't making moves immediately. And then guess what? The plan has worked out pretty damn well over the last couple of years. The one that I always go, go back to is the offseason where the Chiefs were trying to sign Trent Williams and and Trent Williams ended up staying in San Francisco and there was everybody's panicking like what are you gonna nobody's there's no left tackles there's no left tackles and then what uh, a couple weeks later they traded for Atlanta Brown Jr. so I'll just always remind people of of that if let's say nothing happens today although it's still so early like to, that's what we're making jokes about it because it may not be till three o'clock today that all of a sudden we get news on Juju Smith-Schuster that still is pretty quick in the grand scheme of things. No, but I, I you know, the, the Juju one, what are we at? Like there's a 50-50 shot he ends up in Kansas City. Uh, I think it's better than that. I really do. I, I think it's a, a better chance. And right now we haven't seen any wide receivers yet signed, so we don't have a feel of where the market's at. You know, we've seen a bunch of offensive linemen and some defensive linemen sign in the first hour and a half uh, of the tampering. We haven't seen any wide receiver deals to get a gauge of the market. So unless all of a sudden a wide receiver, like let's say Alan Lazard signed right now, and it was we're like, whoa, that number is awfully high, then I would get concerned. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's like the Christian. If Hargrave got thirty million dollars, you'd be like, that's a problem. But, but we're not there. Yeah. We're not there on the defensive lineman, and we haven't had any evidence yet to to look at that from a wide receiver market. I, I still think it's greater than fifty percent that Juju's back. I still think there's a good opportunity for that, but this is as we've said; those are the those are the moves. Like those Brown and Juju uh, between now and yeah. Wednesday before it opens up. Those are the two guys that I think we get an answer on one way or the other. Yeah, I think so. And I would think that because of just the market they'll have outside of Kansas city, 
whether they've signed with anyone or not, or signing with Kansas City, you'll get a sense that Kansas City's out, if that makes sense. That whatever the price they're coming in at is not going to be high enough to actually retain these players. I am still – I want the first wide receiver to sign. Because well, it might, I it want, might be Juju. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> he, I want he might be some, the first. I want some indication of the market. Like if McCall Hartman signed right now, then at least I'd know. I'd know well, what wide receivers are kind of getting. I mean, for the, the level of production or upside or anything that they have. I mean, Sean Watson restructured his contract, or they converted some money uh, today to free up, I think it was 30-something million dollars there in Cleveland. Yeah, they had an avoid year. Yeah, they, they, they tried to free up some money, and there's reports that that's one of the potential destinations for McCole Hardman. Spot track projections, we love them because they're usually pretty damn good. Four, four for, for 40? 40, yeah. Was that, I mean, <laughs> if he gets four for 40... That that individual contract with McColl, I don't know if has a huge sway on Juju individually, just because of the you know a the length of the contract and the type of player. Like I, I'm more interested. Let's say Alan Lazard signed first, or um, Jacoby Meyer signed for that. To me, is more in baseline. Yeah, an indicator on potentially where Juju goes. But I I just think if you believe the Jeremy Fowler. Uh, reporting from a week ago, he suggested the Chiefs were going to try to get something done with Juju. They want to bring him back, get it done before free agency opens up, which would be right now before Wednesday at, at noon. Do you think the Browns o'clock. will win a playoff game with Deshaun Watson? At some point, yes. One game. You sure, he's out. So this year, he's, he's only at $19 for, million. Yeah. The following three years, his cap hit is $62 million each year. How the hell do you win with that? A single, that cap, $62 million cap game, number? A single playoff game, I'll, I'll say yes. Ravens are trending in the wrong direction, so that division, if they don't have Lamar Jackson, that becomes a little bit different matchup. Which, by the way, we haven't heard anything on that either. I mean, they were a 7-1 team last year, so it wouldn't take much for them to get to the I mean, Deshaun has to play a hell of a lot better than he did on the back end. I'm, I'm chalking some of that up to rust, but we'll get our answer pretty quick. And this year, freeing up some money, they got to go get some weapons. Now, if they think, you know, McCole Harmon is the solution to that offense, um, we'll see. I can be honest, I still don't think you can just take two and a half years off of football and ever be the same again. Maybe yeah, I'm maybe, wrong. Maybe, maybe you're well, right. It's Rust, and he's just got to knock it off, and then by next year he'll be well, I don't what think he was gonna before. Be, I don't but. think he's going to be top five uh, again, which is what he was trending towards and was. I, I still think he can be a top ten quarterback in this league, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm off, but I don't know. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. Over in the J Southland Toe service text line, 913-586-7610. All right, so my question is related to the – ongoing Ja Morant storyline and something that we have talked about on this show, which is uh, this show taking a trip to the strip club. Wait, what's the latest on Ja Morant? Well, they they released a, a video or a still shot of him in the club over the weekend, and there was like a, I don't know, there was like... That could have been you, man. Billions of dollars. Could have been floor. you. Look like so much did, cash. He 50, did he do something was, wrong? It was $50,000. No. Is that there, how much it was? It was $50,000. And there were, yeah, there were okay. ones all over the well, floor. He's, he's good for it. Here's my well, concern. They were already there. I mean, it's not that he's good is for it. it. The money was <laughs> present. Is it acceptable practice oh boy. for a strip club hmm. to release security camera footage from their establishment? Because I don't think that wait, that should be allowed. Wait, so, so they released so, it? He, so two things. A, John yes. Morant was there and obviously dropped $50,000. And then they sold the photo to TMZ, the strip club did. Don't like that. How much do you think they got for it? Do we have any? I mean, what's your guess? 100000 How much is that photo worth to TMZ? 75 to 100 yeah. So is that worth? That's not worth it. He spent $50,000 in your okay. establishment. Okay. What's wrong with the strip club? Who all is getting that $50,000? It's not like the they, owner. 
Oh, oh, the the fifty thousand. You think the owner comes in and climb, throws it all into a trash bag and goes home? <laughs> no, I don't know what the people, I don't know what the you know? split is. Fifty fifty. No. Like, because here's the trade-off. You sell that video, John Morant likely never comes back to your strip club. There, That was clearly a trade-off they were comfortable making. I don't like that strip clubs it's are Cody, allowed to sell it's, security it's, camera what footage. What do you plan on TMZ? doing? Cody, what do you plan on doing in the strip club, Cody? It's a private, I mean, it's a, it's a private establishment. I'm pretty sure they have, like, is it frowned upon? Sure. But I don't, there's nothing I feel like, like a strip club should be one of the few places on earth that you should expect some... Level of privacy. Again, you've never been to one. No, but I would so think that's you, the kind of place you should expect some privacy. What do you plan on doing there? Nothing. I don't even want to go, as we've established. But I don't like that there could just be you guys could buy some photo oh. of me just sitting at a table. Thanks for the idea. Now, got we, it, now, got it. thanks for the idea. Now, when we get you to finally, they're go to allowed one, to just sell this gonna, stuff to people. I bet you, if we went to a strip club in Kansas City, because we're going to go because you haven't been to one and you owe us from a bet, uh, I bet you at that point we can we can. Tell the owner, hey, we just need a fo- we just need a still shot of Cody getting a lap dance, please. In exchange, we will we will mention your you will mention you guys that you were the one we went to. Mm-hmm. No, that's payola. That's against the law. You're no. describing something that is against the law. No, you're trying to break the law because well. we will mention it on our social media. It's a little bit different. Mm. Well, okay, so, yeah, well, I wouldn't even consider And we're not it. getting anything for free, Cody. It's yeah, not Yeah, I mean, I don't know you being up yeah, on the stage. We're asking get, for a photo. And honestly, what I'll probably do, I'll probably just have my cell phone out anyway. I'll get a higher resolution photo than a security camera. Come on. No. Well, it's I not assume that they you. don't allow they don't. I'll you see, to take but photos I'll be, also, in don't the strip club. There don't you think there's safety that. reasons why there's cameras in the strip club, Cody? Yeah, fine, I'll, but if there's a safety concern, fine. He was just a businessman doing a business transaction. Uh-huh. A and, bi- they sold, you hear him? and they a sold. And they sold. businessman? That's all you. Cody, that's all you will be as well, man. You'll just be a businessman doing a transaction. I don't care what business it is. If I go into your business, Cody's, you should not be selling videos of me just hanging stop. out in your establishment. Cody walks in yeah, in it's a three-piece not, suit. Hello, hello, good it's sir. Not, it's not great. I'm a businessman here to do business activities. It's, it's not great, but also I don't think you should be all that surprised that a strip club had a chance to make some money because a, a huge celebrity that's the center of this big story right now because he flashed a gun at said strip club uh, that they sold the phone. Fo- I, I don't think we should be that surprised. That yeah, if happening. it were any other NBA player, I'm sure many of which go to strip clubs very often, the strip club in question is not selling that photo. He happened to do something yeah. very, very public at a strip club in the last week. So there is – like if Lou Williams went back to Magic City the week <laughs> after he got busted leaving the NBA bubble, you know, there's a chance maybe a strip club would have released video footage. James Harden goes multiple times a week, man. Yeah, they don't release his photo. Because but he's a good strip business. club patron. He he's supports a good them. patron. Matter of fact, I refuse to go to any strip club oh. in this city oh. that releases footage of their patrons. Hey, well, here's they- another thing. Maybe did you did you consider that maybe after seeing that John Morant had a gun in a strip club, maybe other strip clubs are like, yeah, you know what? We don't want him here. Yeah, your money's great. You know what's not great? You bringing a weapon into the strip club doesn't really doesn't really make people feel comfortable. It does not with you around. By the way, reports from Mike Garofolo: the Raiders are closing in on a deal with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. There you go, Jimmy G on Start his way Jimmy to Vegas, G. according to him. Start Jimmy G and then draft somebody, right? Or are the Raiders going to think that, oh, we can just ride with that for two years and then not draft a quarterback? Idiots, idiots if they do that. They, they have to draft a quarterback still. Either this year or next year. You can't just ride You can't just ride out Jimmy G's career We get to talk about Jimmy G twice a year now. Aren't he, you guys excited? Even more Jimmy G talk on this he show. He is the third best quarterback in the division. 
Uh, they had the third best quarterback in the division last year, and where did that get them? Well, yeah, but there's there, there's a mile between third and fourth and second, so he could take up he could take up any matter of space there. They are no, they're not better with Jimmy G. I don't know that they're definitively worse, depending on the year Derek Carr. Had. Oh, okay. I cool. guess he's got comfort Jimmy with G. Josh not better, not worse. Yeah, so he wants to be. With, he, I said he I'm not sure they're not worse. You're right, though. I think Jimmy G does want to. He probably does feel good about working with Josh McDaniels. More postseason success. Jimmy G has more postseason success than Derek Carr. And here we are. We're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Two hours into the legal tampering window. He just wants all this stuff to get done with first, guys, and Let's then he wants us to all be po- he wants us all to be focusing on him even more later on today when all these other moves are done, and then Aaron Rodgers will announce he's going to the Jets, right? Probably. I, mean, I guess I'm in m- m- the minority here. I don't think Aaron Rodgers really care. I don't think he's posturing to make sure everyone's talking. Everyone's going to talk about him no matter what. No, I think he enjoys it. I think he just lives in his own world. I think he lives in his own little bubble, and he never thinks about how those things impact literally. The only way else. I'll applaud him in this you know whole thing else is if... does that? No, 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 that's coming to mind. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only way I'll applaud Aaron Rodgers is if all of a sudden, after all this talk, if it does get to later today or tomorrow or whatever, and he's like, you know what? I'm just retiring. Screw everybody. I'm out. I'm done. Fine. That'd be fun, too. I could see that happening. I could also see him waiting another couple weeks. Weeks? Yeah, then, why not? He's not waiting. Yeah, yeah, why not? He can't wait weeks. If I'm the Jets, I got to move on. I have to move on. Yeah, we're not going to. We're not you, interested in trading for you. The problem is now Jimmy G signed. Yeah, like, what do you move on to at this point? Derek Carr and Jimmy G are both taken. Uh, Carson they Wentz? They have the 13th overall pick in the draft. They would have to move in that direction. Yeah, they'd have to move up. Trade up. Yeah. Probably what you do. You what do you think Ross- Jimmy G gets? 25? I'm guessing. 30 a year? Yeah, th- I'm guessing 30 with incentives can bump him up to 35 or something. Is this, going right, I mean, he's a starting quarterback in the league. Are we excited? Terrible are we all excited here? Excited about? Jimmy G being in the division. I think it's good for this show. Jimmy I think it's G great La- for this show. G- and I think it's great for the Chiefs. It's good. It's really good for the <laughs> show. It is good for the Chiefs. Uh, Jimmy G in Las Vegas is probably good for Jimmy G as well. And You do well there. The Raiders, is a one-year deal, do we know? Or is it a multi-year deal? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. A right deal, right now, you know what the Raiders are? Exactly what they were last yes. year. Something between a... Six and ten win right. team. Yeah, that's accurate, I would say. Yeah, they're at best the like six seed in the NFL playoffs next year, which means they mean absolutely nothing to Kansas City <laughs> because at worst, at best they'd see them in Arrowhead in a playoff game in the second round, or at the you know, Arrowhead invitational for the AFC title game. It just doesn't But that's think. just it. It's like I could could I see them finishing second in the AFC West? Sure, but they could have done it last year. And they didn't because defense, they bottomed out. The, the, the defense and the rest of the roster is terrible. There you go. Here's the details on the deal, by the way, from Adam Schefter. The Raiders are giving Jimmy Garoppolo a three-year, $67.5 million deal, $34 million guaranteed. That's the important number. So that's way <laughs> lower than yeah. what we were I, just I, you, talking about. You say three-year, dollars like, oh, yeah, $34 million guaranteed. It's only $22 guessing, million a year. The true I, middle class quarterback. My guess, is, my guess is, what do you guys think? Out of the 34 that's guaranteed, is in 95% of that in year one, if not all in year one? Probably. Again, if you're smart, that is how you're structured right, for I mean, yourself. And then just leave it open so you can draft a quarterback. Because if the Raiders don't draft a quarterback, oh, my goodness. Because to Nick's point, let's say they win seven or eight games. You don't draft a quarterback this year. The next year you're picking, what, 15th? You're picking 13th? Can you get then Will Levis at 13? 13, no, no. No. I think you can get them anywhere 10, between nine? nine and, yeah, one and nine. Because Stroud's going to go one now, according to all the, the He's odds He's the favorite right? now. Yeah. So we, and we still think that. There's two other quarterbacks going before Will Levis. 
I, I think uh, so. You'll have Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony and Richardson. Anthony Richardson, and then Will Levis. That's what makes me wonder if you can get to thirteen. But that's a teams 13, are always man. 13's kind of kind of low. By the way, I don't I don't know. I don't think we mentioned it earlier. Deshaun Watson restructuring his contract. Yeah. We, yep. Now there will be more restructuring for him in the future, but the Browns, who cleared up a ton of cap space, what thirty six million dollars this year by restructuring mm-hmm. their deal. Are they signaling that they think that they're going to be competitive in 2023? Hmm. Okay, just, <clears throat> Nick, we had this entire conversation. This exact conversation. I mean, oh, like, the, 10 minutes ago? The whole thing. Everything I mean, you mentioned. The restructure. Oh, Cody was oh, talking to me about can they make the, can they get a win under Deshaun Watson in the playoffs? Huh. <laughs> on this show, on this Where show. Where have you been, this, man? Today. <laughs> on this what, show. Like, 10 minutes ago. I was, uh, I was sending an email about, you know, probably about, uh, yeah, probably about 10 minutes ago. Man. So it was on this, it was, it was on this show. Yep. Yeah. I on said, the, I didn't think the, that Deshaun on, Watson could ever be the same again. Gold said he could still be a top 10 on, quarterback. On I talked air? about how he was making $60 million a year <laughs> on the air. Whole thing. <laughs> how long, how long oh, did here this we, go. we do have some, we do have some actual, uh, Thank God. Chiefs news. Thank I'll God. save. I'll <laughs> save. Oh, how I'll convenient. S- I'll save Nick. I'll save Nick. This is from uh, Ari Mirvoff or whatever. He has 646,000 followers on Twitter. Hold on. Make sure it's a real from, one. Yeah. 646,000. I'm looking at 646,000 <laughs> Twitter followers. Works for the 33rd team. He says, source, former Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley plans to sign a three-year $24 million deal with the Washington Commanders, reuniting him with offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Of course, 59 games in five years for the Chiefs. And that would mean the Chiefs are looking for a right tackle. And we'll find out on the Orlando Brown Jr. front on the left tackle. They could have a left tackle and right tackle vacancy. But that is from Ari Miroff. He's the only guy reporting that yet. But it's not just some random Twitter account. He does have 646,000 followers and works for the 33rd team. But that's uh, a nice, rice, like nice it, deal for Andrew Wiley. That is a good deal. $8 million a year? He's only making $2 million before. His career earnings are like $8 million. He's going to make that, or $5 million. He's going to make that in three years? Good for Andrew Wiley. And honestly, makes sense from, you know, like you always make the signing of at least one guy who played for you is the let's show people how we do business here. And if you're going to get a stable right tackle, it makes a lot of sense to go for Andrew Wiley. But, yeah, now you're going to be a little more nervous about the Orlando Brown Jr. thing because Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden he were to sign with somebody else here over the next couple of hours then you don't have a right tackle and you don't have a left tackle and the best right tackle on the market has already signed a pretty lucrative deal himself with 50 million dollars guaranteed to go to the broncos so would you like you run into other problems there i mean we were wondering what the dollar amount would be for andrew wiley three for 24 i would that seemed very doable right like that that seemed like that'd be very doable for the chiefs unless Unless they think Cody in-house, they've got, you know, I hate bringing it. I told you I don't count on anything from Lucas Niang. Niang or, Niang or, or Kennard. Or Kennard. Or Prince. But I think a lot of this goes to the thing that Nick and I were talking about. It's like, if you told me that was the deal, three for 24, I'd rather give that than the mega deal to Orlando Brown Jr. Because yeah, while it. it doesn't solve my long-term right tackle problems, it is so much less risky. He's done a really nice job in Kansas City. And $8 million a year for a stable right tackle you know works in your system Feels like a yeah, really I, good discount, but I'm happy for Andrew Wiley. He definitely yeah. deserved a payday. Yeah, we never got a chance to rip packs together. Really disappointing. Really disappointing. We never yeah. got that chance. We got to talk ripping packs, but we never actually rip packs. It's just never going to happen now. Uh, but you're right. When you compare it also, and I'm not saying he's Mike McGlinchey, okay? Mike, I'm, not, I'm not saying Andrew Wiley's that player. But when you see how much McGlinchey got, 
who is a top five right tackle. Andrew Wiley's not. I get that. But you just see the, the discrepancy. You, you see the discrepancy in dollar amount and what I think, yes, is a gap in play, but it's but Andrew Wiley's more than capable. That's a really nice deal for the commanders. And yeah, the Chiefs are gonna need a new right tackle one way or the other. And you're right, like, does this put does this impact at all? At all what you're willing to do for Orlando Brown Jr. My guess the, the Chiefs aren't surprised by this number for Andrew Wiley, so I would say no. We'll get a quick break in. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk about the news, which is that Andrew Wiley is signing with the Washington Commanders as the NFL's tampering window is officially open. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 